Hello and welcome to Do You Even Blog, the podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, blogs. We conduct deep dive interviews with the world's most successful bloggers and online entrepreneurs. Our main goal is to help you build your audience, produce better content, and grow your online revenues. I'm Pete McPherson, founder of Do You Even Blog, various other semi-successful and failed online businesses, and your host for today's episode. Hola, mi amigos. Pete here from Do You Even Blog. Thanks for listening. Uh, today's episode is not a deep dive interview with a world-class blogger or online entrepreneur. It's pretty much just me, actually. I am... Uh, up here traveling in northern Michigan, sitting on the floor holding my microphone just to give you a little clearer picture of what I'm doing right now. And I wanted to bring some content, so I thought it'd be cool to bring you the tools that I use every single day of the week to produce and market slash promote my own content. And on top of that, I'll give you some additional tools that might be great for the more novice bloggers among you, the beginning bloggers. So I know you're going to enjoy this. It'll be really short and to the point. Hopefully you'll get something out of it. Even if you've been doing this for a while, I have a few surprises up my sleeve, which I know you'll enjoy. So I have two things before I dig into all of these. One, I actually use these tools. I'm not going to suggest Bluehost as your website host because Bluehost is pretty crappy. I could probably make a few affiliate sales here and there, but this stupid content, I would not produce that content. I don't want to violate your trust and therefore... I am legit. I'm giving you the tools that I actually use. Most of them are free. I do pay for a few few tools, excuse me, and I'll give you uh, those as well. But you should just know that I'm not just hacking these as affiliate marketing things. I'm not getting paid to mention any of these tools on this podcast. Uh, I might have some affiliate links in the notes, but I'm not getting paid directly from any of these companies. I actually use these tools. That's number one. And uh, number two, I just want to thank you for listening to this podcast. This is going to hit a thousand total downloads in about seven or eight weeks of podcasting. It's my first time doing this. Uh, It's not my first blog, but this project is brand new. I didn't have a single email subscriber or follower on Twitter when I started this. And it is all because of you that I have been able to produce this podcast and grow to a thousand downloads. I am unbelievably appreciated and overwhelmed with the positive feedback that I've gotten so far. It it really just makes me feel good. <laughs> it really does. It makes me feel great. And so I thank you personally, if you're listening to this once again, thanks for checking out the blog and listening to this podcast. And you're probably tired of hearing me talk by now. Let's get on to the tools, people. So I've broken these down by category that we'll go through. I have here podcasting, your actual website, extra awesome random stuff, email, organizational tools, growth, SEO, and content essentials. Content essentials. All right. These are what I use for my actual content production on the blog and the podcast. Uh, Let's start with graphics slash images, I guess you could say. A bunch of you use Canva or PicMonkey or even the Adobe Suite, like Illustrator, InDesign, that sort of stuff. Those are great. I have used every single one of those, but I keep coming back to Snappa. So it used to be Snappa.io. Now I think it's Snappa.com. Congrats on that domain name, by the way, guys. It's a fantastic tool. I can't recommend this enough. They do have a free version, so you can go sign up right now and see how it works. It's kind of like Canva, but better in pretty much every aspect by 10%. So this is a tool you can use to format images to Twitter size, Pinterest size, Facebook size, 
etc. Your blog graphics, right? The featured images, all this good stuff. It comes with a ton of great UI elements for moving stuff around, automatically resizing images. It's kind of magic. It's unbelievable how it works. And my absolute favorite part, which I got to say is spectacular. It has access to the stocksnap.io stock photo library built in within the tool. So Canva has really crappy graphics. That's just my opinion. Canva's great in some ways. I get it. But their graphics are, for the most part, ugly. And they're also, like, littered with paid graphics. Like, I don't want to buy when I'm using the tool. Snappa has amazing graphics from the Stock Snap library, like, built in. You can just choose them right there in the UI. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. They're 100% free. And they just resize themselves automatically. It's spectacular. So that's my image tool recommendation. Snappa.com. You really don't need anything else. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay, for writing headlines, I use the CoSchedule Headline Analyzer tool. Uh, I don't really need to say a whole lot about it. It's just fantastic. Your headlines are super important in your content. You already know this. I am sure it could be another podcast by itself, but the CoSchedule, I think it's Co.Schedule Headline Analyzer tool is amazing for that. Last but not least, let me throw a cool little tool that you might not have heard of, or maybe you have, I don't know, the Hemingway app. It's, I think it's, yep, HemingwayApp.com. Go look it up. You can type your content into the app and it will highlight certain sections that you should alter or maybe some unneeded words that you've included. What it does is it makes your writing crisp and clear and bold. I love it. I hate unnecessary words unless they just really, really need to be there for effect and whatnot. So HemingwayApp.com is a great tool to make your writing stand out. Crisp, bold, short, lovely, lovely language. SEO tools. All right, let's talk SEO just for a few quick seconds. I use Yoast SEO as my default WordPress plugin for some on-page SEO. I'm not going to talk about a bit about it, excuse me. Most of you probably already use it. Yoast SEO is what I suggest for everyone, beginners included. Google Keyword Planner is my keyword research tool of choice. Now, there are awesome paid tools out there. I have tried Market Samurai. That's like a one-time fee. That's pretty nice. Uh, Moz or Ahrefs. Probably what I would suggest if you were to go to the paid route, but for most of you, you don't need it. Just go to Google Keyword Planner. You don't need anything besides your Google account to get started. It's 100% free. It's handy. It's awesome. Check it out. Okay, last SEO tool, also 110% free, solve.com. And that's actually S-O-O-L-V-E. There's two O's in there, solve.com. It's kind of like going to Google and then starting to type a word or a sentence and then having it like autocomplete for you. You know, you see the suggestions. That's how you know what people are searching for. Solve does the exact same thing, but for multiple search engines. It's pretty daggum sweet. So you just go there, you start typing in your keywords and it'll just automatically pop up with a ton of suggestions for Google, Wikipedia, and YouTube SEO. It's awesome. Solve.com, S-O-O-L-V growth tools. Okie dokie. Let's talk about blog growth, specifically driving more website traffic and getting email subscribers and some uh, social media marketing as well. Let's dive into that. The tools I use, I use three big ones. Number one, sumo.com. No, Noah Kagan is not paying me to say this, but I really do use it all the time for every single website I've ever had. 
sumo.com as free tools to grow your website traffic email list it's all there they have like 30 or 40 different tools now it's insane all in one like sweet wordpress plugin by the way so you can access it anywhere and to be quite frank the paid plan isn't actually all that expensive for what you get i just use the free version because that's all i really need at this point but it's uh it's it's a must-have tool sumo.com you're welcome noah All right, let's talk social media automation, management, and marketing. Straight up, hands down, I don't think anyone else should use anything but Buffer. I've tried MeDetker. I've tried, what's the other one? Hootsuite. I like those. They're great. Buffer is way better and cheaper, by the way. So even the free version has most of the full features of the app. I use it to schedule all my posts on Twitter. You can have multiple Twitter accounts, Facebook, Facebook pages, Facebook profiles, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, you name it. Buffer has it. Go use it. Go check it out. The free version is awesome. The paid version is only like $110 a year or something like that. I have the pro version. I'm not going to lie. I use it every single day. It's worth every penny. Go check it out. Uh, Buffer.com. But specific to Pinterest, I use Tailwind. So go listen to the Michelle Schroeder-Gardner or Rosemary Groner or Eden Freed podcast episodes if you want to learn more about Pinterest marketing, driving Pinterest traffic, etc. But I use Tailwind. I'm experimenting with Tailwind Tribes, which I haven't really figured out yet. I won't lie. But it has potential to drive massive, massive amounts of traffic to your website. They do have a free version, uh, I believe. My free trial is actually running out, so I'm about to pay for the full version. But I recommend Tailwind for Pinterest automation organizational tools. Okay, so I really only have one, and that is Evernote. I like Google Docs. I use Google Docs for various things, especially Sheets, I guess. But Evernote is where I live my life on my computer. So I use it to draft blog posts, brainstorm ideas. I have my daily to-do list in Evernote. I set reminders, podcast interview notes. You name it, I do it in Evernote. It works on all my devices. Uh, I like the built-in apps on OS X and iOS. I love it. Oh, and they have a Chrome extension that will allow you to save other people's blog posts in a Evernote format. So if you encounter something you really want to read, but it's like littered with ads and there's a sidebar and there's a header on this dude's blog, you can just save it to Evernote and it's just text. It's just like a text file of the blog post. It's like automatic. It's magic, man. I'm telling you. Uh, And I use the free version. By the way, no need to pay for me. Evernote is what I use for all my organizational tools. Email tools. Okay, I'm going to get through this quick. I use Gmail for all my email, by the way. And specifically, I use Streak. Streak is actually a sales CRM tool, but it's built right into Gmail, so I don't have to access it elsewhere. I use it to automate some follow-ups, track open rates when I send via Gmail, that sort of stuff. It's pretty handy and it's free. Go check it out. Streak. Okay. I'm about to get into trouble right here. Let's talk ESP, email service provider. If you are a complete beginner, a blogging newbie, which I I love you guys, just use MailChimp. You don't need to pay for ConvertKit just yet. Use MailChimp until you figure out what you're doing. Try and grow your email list. It's free up to like a thousand subs or 2000 emails a month or something like that. Just use MailChimp. Okay, that said, if you are a pro and you really take your blogging career seriously, I think you need to use ConvertKit for a few different reasons. I just switched back over to ConvertKit. I actually left because I kind of stopped blogging for a little while, but I'm back now with Do You Even Blog, so I'm back on ConvertKit. For one thing, I find 
it hits people's inbox way, way better than MailChimp. It just does. MailChimp hits the promotion tab on pretty much anything I've ever been a part of. And maybe MailChimp users can figure out a way to bypass that if you're a pro. If so, don't even bother to let me know because I don't even care anymore. I couldn't do it. I use ConvertKit because it hits people's inboxes and it has excellent functionality for the price. I mean, automated email courses, landing pages, uh, forms. I love their forms via the WordPress plugin, by the way. It's super handy. I recommend ConvertKit as an email service provider. I just do. Your awesome website tools. Okay, it's time for my true contrarian self to really let himself be known. As I said at the very beginning of this episode, I'm not going to promote crap products that I don't use. (laughs) I don't care what my affiliate sales look like. Affiliate marketing is not worth me providing bad crap. So I'm not going to say use GoDaddy for your hosting. I'm not going to say use Bluehost for your hosting because, quite frankly, I don't think anybody should. So that said, here are my tools for a domain name and hosting and CMS, that sort of stuff. I think everyone should use WordPress. I don't care how advanced you are. I don't care how beginner you are. I think everybody should use a WordPress on a self-hosted website, meaning it's on your own hosting account that you got from some third party. So who should you use to host your WordPress website? I don't think you should use GoDaddy or Bluehost. You see Bluehost everywhere only because they pay great money for people's affiliate links. They do. They pay 60 bucks for a referral, but their product is not worth it. I've tried it. I've had more than a dozen websites on Bluehost. It's actually how I began. I'm pretty sure I paid Pat Flynn my affiliate fee, right? Uh, don't use them. It's not worth it. Go with Namecheap. Namecheap is the best of both worlds. It's uh, it's cheap, hence the name, right? Namecheap. It's easy to use. Their customer service is okay. It's much better than GoDaddy's. I can tell you that. Um, it's just the best of both worlds. If you really want to go pro, you can probably try SiteGround. I personally don't have any experience with it, so I'm not going to recommend it, but I hear amazing things from people I trust. So, Check out SiteGround to host your website, else I'd really just recommend Namecheap. I don't think you can go wrong with them. And I am an affiliate for Namecheap, so feel free to click on my links and give me lots of monies if you want to support this show. But don't use Bluehost, and don't use GoDaddy. Just don't. Podcast tools. All right, let's talk hosting for podcasts first. I use Podbean. P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Podbean, here's why I use them. I use them because I get an unlimited amount of minutes uploaded per month, unlimited because I have long podcast episodes most of the time, right? Uh, For a very, very reasonable price. Some of the bigger hosts will charge you like 30, 40, 70, $100 a month for the length of interview podcast episodes that I do. And I was not willing to pay that. I just am not. So I use Podbean. Theirs is more like $10 a month for unlimited hosting It's unbelievable. I can't recommend these guys enough, actually. It was super easy to set up as well. I really do mean that. Podbean.com, I recommend them. Um, Engineering software, I use uh, Adobe Audition CC because I have the uh, Creative Suite already, and I don't really know what else to use. So I can't really say a whole lot about that. I'm getting decent at it. I apologize. I could be better. I'm working at it. Trust me. And last, speaking of getting better, I am using the Audio-Technica AT2500 as my podcasting microphone. I don't like it. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. I'm currently saving money to buy a new one, but I am a struggling blogger, so if you want to help me out with that, uh, email me and you can become a podcast sponsor of the show. 
you can help me get some new microphones and I will promote the crap out of your blogs. So feel free to do that. Extra stuff. Okay, uh, let's go through, wrap this up with a, a little assortment of different tools that don't necessarily fall into any category. Let's start with Flux, justgetflux.com. It's actually a tool to automate how your screen looks uh, based on the time of day. So if you're working late at night or super early in the morning and it's dark, it adjusts the colors to help out your eyesight. And for those of us who like to burn the candle at both ends, when we blog, it can be super helpful. Justgetflux.com. All right, let's talk Snipply. I think it's snip.ly. I think that's their website name. But it's actually a cool little tool. So you can share other people's content and Snipply will add a little bitty pop-up box, a little bitty link at the bottom of their website, like whoever's website you share. It'll add a little pop-up that links back to your site. And so you can add a call to action on anyone else's website when you share it. It's pretty cool. You get a certain amount free per month. So I I just have the free account. I'm trying it out right now. Snipply. Go check it out. It's actually pretty cool. Play around with it. See if you can get some decent traffic numbers. Okay. Screencastify. I use these guys. I used to use them quite a bit. Screencastify is a Chrome extension that will allow you to take uh, videos straight from your website browser. So if you just want to record a very quick video, screen capture or webcam or both, doesn't matter, it'll do it. And it's free up to like 10 minutes per recording, I think. And it automatically saves to Google Drive. It's really cool. If you take videos or you want to start taking little bitty bite-sized videos to send to your audience or whatnot, try Screencastify. All right, let's do two more. Mozbar. Moz is that SEO company that I talked about earlier. They have another Chrome extension called Mozbar, I believe. It'll show you domain authorities and page authorities in native Google search results, as well as on different web pages that you visit. It's pretty handy. If you're into SEO, I highly recommend it. And if you're not into SEO, well then ignore me. Okay. Last one. I'm getting kind of tired. Got to wrap this up. Another Chrome extension for you. Uh, this one's based on colors. So it's actually, I think it's just called color picker and it's cool. You just, uh, click it in your Chrome bar and hover over anything in the entire screen. And it'll give you the codes, hexadecimal or otherwise for the colors. So it's just a cool little hack to kind of format colors based on other people's websites. If you're building a pitch up or something, I don't know what you would use it for. I use it every now and then. And when you can't remember your own website's brand colors, you know, you can just navigate to your own website, use the color picker, etc. Oh, that was a lot. That was a lot of good tools. I hope you got something out of that. Maybe you found one that you hadn't heard of before. If you want a full list of these, I've compiled them in a nice little listicle format over at doyouevenblog.com forward slash blog, I guess, if you want to go straight here. If you listen to this, let me know what you think in the comments. I'd like for you to hang out, drop by, and let me know one of your favorite tools. Maybe I haven't discovered something that I should. Let me know in the comments. Uh, Otherwise, thank you for listening to this episode of Do You Even Blog. We have some cool interviews coming up for you. John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. It's the number one entrepreneur podcast in iTunes, I believe. He's pretty amazing. I'm going to sit with him. PT Money is the founder of FinCon, which is unbelievable, by the way. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing him, I think, next week, and I'll have that dropping for you soon. Uh, That's it. I got nothing else to say. Leave me a comment with your favorite tools, and I will see you next time on the Do You Even Blog podcast. (laughs) 